This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of The Saturday Quiz. My name's John Leary, and on this podcast, I ask the 10 questions from the quiz in The Saturday Paper, and a different pair of guests each week try to answer them. This week, both those guests are part of the ensemble of a brand new TV show, What the FAQ. The Wednesday night ABC comedy attempts to answer the questions sent in by audience members that range from, do you need to keep tomato sauce in the fridge, to... What came first, the chicken or the egg? The show is so far up my alley that I'm offended not to be a part of it. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Alex Lee and Cameron James. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Uh, It's my absolute pleasure having you both back on the show. I have a what the FAQ question for you. Oh, yeah? Because I noticed that online you go by Johnny, but just then you introduced yourself as John. So I have my what the FAQ is... What the actual FAQ do you prefer being called? I mean, that is a good question. And it is also a question that I don't really have an answer for. It's just, Mm. it's that funny thing where I have been John my whole life. And Johnny is a more uh, a more recent, and when I say recent, I, I mean like the last twenty years, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a, it, you should just you, go by John. What about John John? <laughs> Little J. Well, my email Baby and my J, Twitter yeah. handle is like Johnny John. Johnny so I'm like John. Johnny John Leary. <laughs> Maybe you should just always go by Johnny John Leary. That's pretty <laughs> iconic. That's like that's like Baby John. That's yeah something that would just live on forever. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny John. Uh, what about you? You could be Cammy or Cam- Cameron Cam? Cam yeah. Cameron? I mean, I, I like always... Him, I like to call him Cammy J, but he's, that's a nickname that he always rejects. I don't, I don't hate it. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't hate it. It reminds me of like, I think my mum calls me that sometimes. Oh, okay. But nice. there is a comedian called Sammy J. And I think that oh, is yes. the, that's the issue. Uh, I can't, can't step J. on his turf. Ladies and gentlemen, Cammy J. Cammy and you J. walk out and, and the audience is like, oh. <laughs> we, we wanted the other white guy. Yeah, what's the puppet? <laughs> uh, what about you, Alex Lee? Do you get... Uh, Ali Alex or I don't get like I that? refuse to be called Ali because that's my mum's name's Allison and that's the nickname she goes mm. by oh, so that oh, one's yeah, right. struck off mm-hmm. I know uh, I get Alex Lee a lot like I'm one of those names that both people names like yeah both people names. do like to say your full name yeah Alex Lee yeah. has anyone ever called you Zan <laughs> no I remember seeing in a, a baby book 
of like names when I was a kid that Sandra was a possible nickname and I was like, I could be Sandra. <laughs> Sandra like, Lee. Sandra. Alexandra. Sandra like, Lee. I could be oh, Sandra right. and I was like, one day I'll be a Sandra. That's such no, a no newsreader name, Sandra Lee. <laughs> yeah, Sandra true. Lee. This is Sandra Lee. I love it. That's great. Sandra. <laughs> I didn't even know that you were an Alexandra. Oh, really? I just assumed you were just Isn't that weird? That's kind of, yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Anyway, I mean, coming from Johnny that. John, you don't know you yeah, don't know anything yeah. about names, mate. <laughs> Dreadful. So, tell me about the show. Tell me about what the FAQ. Yeah. Sandra, well, you want to take this one? Sure. Well, Sandra, yeah, Sandra Lee. Yeah, it's it's good fun. We just get to answer questions from from viewers and things that we, people have sent in. It's really nice to just sort of have a show that's just based on genuine curiosity and then going to every sort of length to answer that question like we are so anal about the research and everything that we do Mm -hmm. and to make sure that everything even though it's sometimes they're really silly or dumb questions that they're really well researched and it's like if I don't know four corners cared about (laughs) stupid stuff (laughs) it's kind of like it sort of combines a little bit Mythbusters Mm. and like that that is a I guess a a related show or totally. I love Mythbusters. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Mythbusters fan and mm-hmm. I also loved all of the Chaser stuff and I can see like the DNA of both those things in it. Obviously literally the DNA of Chaz Lichiadello <laughs> is in this yeah, show. Yeah, so the show also stars Chaz, mm-hmm. Lawrence Leung, mm-hmm. Lou Wall and Kirsten, Kirsten. Drysdale. That's correct. As, as, with you two. Yeah, and there's some guest reporters as well that come in throughout the series, and we we really did just have fun nerding out in the office, and you know, a question would come in that would be like, you know, something along the lines of, "How long does chewing gum actually stay in your digestive system for?" And everyone would debate about it and be like, "It's seven years." My dad told me it was seven years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was quite fun. So, and then to yeah. put those experiments to the test was a lot of fun. That's really cool. And your audience members can send in their questions. Where do they send their questions in? On our iView page, there's a link. Is probably the easiest one. Or if you follow any of us on social media. Yeah, uh, I reckon just send way. us send them to our social medias because otherwise it's it's like the abc.net.au slash WTF. Yeah, right. It's too much, too many numbers and letters <laughs> going on. Just in there. find you. Just yeah. find yeah, you on the socials find and find yeah. us and we'll forward it on, I reckon. Excellent. So as we're talking about trivia and those kind of questions, mm. I do ask my my guests if they have a favorite piece of trivia. Is there anything that you guys have uh, come across the show that you go, oh, that is my favourite bit right now? Good question. Or, I mean, maybe you you are both just so bombarded with that kind of <laughs> trivia stuff at yeah. the moment. That- yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to rack my brain now to remember the many million things that we <laughs> uh, have researched. Do I you think- remember, like sometimes, sorry, sorry, Ken, you go. No, you go, Sandra. Um, sometimes the question is really interesting and you're like, oh my God, that is so interesting. And then you get the answer and you're like, oh, Oh. if I thought about that for 10 seconds, that's what I would have guessed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Obsessed with one, like someone sent one in, which was, where does a fly sleep? Oh yeah. Where do flies sleep? (laughs) That's right. Where do house flies sleep at night? And the answer was like... On a surface in your house. Just yeah. somewhere in your house. So, yeah, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Can just... they sleep upside down? 
Uh, um, no, can you sleep on the ceiling? That's a better no. question. I would yeah, love to know that one. We'll, we'll find that one out. You don't know? No. I mean, obviously, we'll look into that for season two. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be an entire episode. Can flies yeah, sleep good. upside down? Excellent. Uh, um, I can't. I can't hmm. think of any particular any trivia that really stood out to me that doesn't end up being relevant to one of the segments that we probably can't spoil. But I, I did at one point. Someone sent in, you know, the expression, that's what she said. They said, like, <laughs> who was she and what right. did she say? And I was like, far out. That is so good. Let's look yeah. into that. And it just turned out to be like, it was an adaptation of some old English phrase, which was. Um, what the actress said to the bishop. What the actress of... said to the bishop. That one. Yeah. 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 And then it just got shortened over time. Probably the best one from the show from uh, last week's ep was that there's no reason to turn your phone off at the petrol bowser at all. Like oh, yeah. there's all those warning signs about it. And it was started by a hoax email in yeah. 1999. And for some reason they every petrol station makes you do it, but there's literally no risk, like, yeah. at all. I love that stuff. Imagine starting a hoax that took the world by storm. Like <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. Because I Absolutely. sit in my car and, like, I make sure I'm not even, like, texting when I'm in the car at the petrol station. Like, I've been paranoid about this my whole life. Me too. And, it's so and then, yeah. I would love to be behind one of those things. Like, one of my friends, this musician Joyride that I'm mates with, he – is the one that started the Scott Morrison Engadine Maccas rumor. No. He just yeah. tweeted it, tweeted that it randomly awesome. one day and it just picked up and became a thing that everyone started talking about. And he can't believe wow. it. He's like, Why? I wish more people paid attention to my music, but um, <laughs> at least this tweet that I had went sort of viral in the yeah. culture. So funny. Well, which is a little bit like Milkshake Duck, right? Mm, yeah. That, that was, what's his name? Pixelated, Pixelated boat. boat. Yeah. yeah, and now it, it it is such a such a huge. It's just uh, the you phrase. Know. It's the phrase. It's, you it's use. just the phrase. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's just an Aussie guy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Australia yeah. does and have it's culture. Just... See, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Meme culture. Memes. Memes. <laughs> dank. Dank. Ass beautiful memes. country for <laughs> rich memes. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Uh, but we should get on to the questions, otherwise we'll be here all day talking about inane things. I mean, we're, we're mm. probably going to talk about inane things as we get into the quiz. Mm-hmm. But here we go. Let's do it. Question number one. Which far north Queensland town is home to the golden gumboot? <laughs> and there's a bonus point for naming the potato farmer and runner renowned for training in gumboots, who won the 1983 Sydney to Melbourne Ultra Marathon at age 61. There are Every so... single word of this question yeah. was news to me. Exactly. You know? Me too. It was all, nothing rang a bell there. <laughs> nothing rang a bell. Okay. All right. Um, There's a lot to unpack in this one. Well, we can, we can break this down. So, far, far North Queensland. Um, yeah, Far North Queensland town. Is it Townsville? It is not Townsville because Townsville, even though it's a town and a ville, is actually a city. So mm. um, <laughs> that's where they get you. That's how they. <laughs> that's that's how they, they trick you. You know. And uh, what is this gumboot like? A statue? Or is yeah. It so this small... is what it. <laughs> just a small. Someone's just someone's house? golden gumboots. No, this is a eight meter tall, big thing. You know how mm. in Australia we love our big things. So this is a big gumboot. It's a big golden gumboot. 
And it actually celebrates <laughs> the highest annual rainfall recorded in a popular area. The 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 strip of coastal land between uh I'll I'll give you three towns. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're about to name some towns in. that are gonna be it, I have a feeling. All you're, right. You're trying yeah. to dance around saying the town. Names. Exactly. Right. <laughs> So there's a strip of coastal land between the North Queensland towns of Tully, Innisfail and Babinda, and that is the wettest area in Australia. Interesting. And recognised as one of the wettest zones in the whole Southern Hemisphere, right? The rainfall there is off the charts. And so this town built a golden gumboot to celebrate the highest annual rainfall in a populated area which was 7.9 metres over oh the God. whole year. Yeah, right? Too when much. When does the potato farmer come into it? Well, that, that, that comes that's, later. That's part that, of it. Don't worry later. about that. I, I have a question about the giant gumbo. Do they? Is it hollow or do they put a roof on top of it so it doesn't fill up with water? <laughs> that's funny. It is hollow. It's You can go inside it. Oh, my God. And th- there's like a staircase to... <laughs> to walk up and there's a view of the town. <laughs> oh, that's from pretty the top. Nice. That is so funny. I mean, you yeah. could take someone there on a date. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine all the children have been conceived in the golden <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it is a very wet area, so <laughs> who knows? Okay. Little baby galoshes. Um, um, I, what, one of those towns you said was like Babina or Babimba or something? Babinda. Babinda. Is, yeah. it, the, is it the Babinda boot? It should be the Bibinda boot. It's not. Damn it. So it's, you've cut one Innisv- out. It's the Innisfail boot. It's the not gra- the Innisfail oh. boot. <laughs> I if I said it with confidence. I know. Know. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> so, no, Tully. I'm afraid uh, it is Tully. So Tully in 1950 had the highest uh, annual rainfall of 7.9 metres. So. That's crazy. You, got, you bombed out on that one. But mm. can you get the bonus point for naming the potato farmer and runner <laughs> <laughs> so this guy I know who it is Do you know who it is? He's a famous runner and he's a potato farmer It's Usain Bolt <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> No, he's the absolute opposite of Usain Bolt Because Usain Bolt is a sprinter This yeah. guy did ultra marathons So in 1983, at the age of 61 This person won the inaugural Westfield, Sydney to Melbourne, ultra marathon, which was a distance of 875 kilometres. This is my favourite part. The race was run between what were then Australia's two largest Westfield shopping (laughs) centres, which was Westfield Parramatta in Sydney and Westfield Doncaster in Melbourne. It's so funny to make people run 800 (laughs) kilometres just for an ad. (laughs) Just to advertise your two shops. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, not the city to surf, just the Westfield to no, Westfield. No, just Westfield to Westfield. Yeah. I mean, what could you get at one that you could just stay at the other? Like, They've yeah. got a better Lowe's over at that one. Their Woolworths is better. So he ran. And it's quite an amazing tale. Like it's a tortoise and hare tale because he ran at a slow shuffling pace and trailed the pack by a large margin at the end of the first day. But while the other competitors stopped to sleep for six hours, he kept running. Oh, my God. He continuously (laughs) ran for five days. He didn't stop at all? He didn't stop at all. He he took the lead sometime in the first night, 
and eventually won by 10 hours. <laughs> wow. So it took him five days, 15 hours and four minutes, almost is- two days faster than the previous record for any run between Sydney and Melbourne. That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they were having a sale at the Just Jeans Doncaster and you just really had to get there in time. Get this, though. This is quite incredible. All six competitors who finished the race, so only six people finished the race, but all of them broke the old record, and he was awarded the first prize of $10,000, but he said he did not know, he he didn't know that there was a prize and that he felt bad accepting it as each of the other five runners who finished had worked just as hard as he did. So get this, he split the money equally between them and didn't keep any of any of the money himself. Why does this guy not have a statue of himself yeah. somewhere? He sounds like the I, best dude in Australia. He is the best dude in Australia. Which um, is why we all know his name, which is Cam. <laughs> there was a <laughs> There was a um you know, of course there was a I think it was an ABC telly movie on on his life mm. a few years ago or several years ago. I can't believe you don't know who this is. He used to shuffle along, run in gumboots. Johnny Shuffle. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the telly movies that have been made in the last C- few years. C-Y. Molly Meldrum. <laughs> um, They're his initials. C-Y. C-Y are his initials. Oh, I know it. Cliffy Young. Cliff Young. Whoa. Cliffy. Yeah, exactly right. Yes, that's right. Cliff. Yeah. Cliff, Cliff. I don't Little think I watched it, shuffles. but I remember. Yeah, that's crazy. Who played him? Who played him is a good question. He was played by Kevin Harrington. Oh, you know thank who, you very much. Kevin you know, Harrington. You know who Kevin Harrington is? I don't know if You I... know from uh, Sea Change. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know that guy? He was and in his, his well. coach was played by Roy Billing. Of course. Imagine if Roy Billing wasn't in this. That would be the, the only part that, you know, might have got Cliffy cancelled was that after he won, you know, his big race, where he was 60-odd, 60, 60 and he married a 23-year-old wow. uh, who was played by Crew Boylan in, in the telly movie. Was that, she a shop assistant at Supre? <laughs> That's where they met. Oh, that is so crazy. Like he's the just this amazing guy that we love and then and then he marries yeah. a 23-year-old and we're like, ah, yeah, oh, Cliff. Oh, milkshake duck. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, oh, question number two. We, we've spent mm. far too long on far Cliff Young. Too long. And the, the golden gumboot. Question number two. Of which African nation is Cyril Ramaphosa president? Yeah. Oh. This, this is absolutely a trap. <laughs> Just start guessing African nations, guys. Yeah, there's only 54 nations in in <laughs> Africa, so go. Cyril, um, that's a that's a good name for a leader. Cyril is a good name. Mm. Uh, he is the fifth president. I, I'm. I mean, I have such terrible general knowledge when it comes to. Even just the names of places in Australia, let alone mm. nations in Africa. So I'm just going to take a wild swing and say Congo. The Congo. <laughs> sure. I mean, have a, have a guess. You are incorrect. Mm, um, thought so. I, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to give you a clue. It's a lot easier than you think. Okay. It's a lot so easier than it you're Kenya? making it. No, it's not Kenya. Nigeria? Oh. It's not Nigeria. So it's not Africa classic then. 
<laughs> oh, I would say it is Africa, classic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll guess uh, Egypt. No. <laughs> uh, South so, Africa, no. South Africa is South the right Africa. answer. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, when one. you said Egypt, I was going to say that that is in the north and this the country opposite. is in the south. Mm, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. South um, Africa. South Africa, old school. Yeah. Wow. That, see, that is, that's Africa classic, right? I guess so, yeah. That yeah. Is, that's one of the earliest Africas. First edition, probably. Even. <laughs> First edition. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Question number three. Which of these metals is softer? Gold, titanium, or platinum? Oh. If this was about metal bands, I would have been able to answer it. But actual metals... <laughs> Um, sorry, what was it? Gold? What is the softest metal band? <laughs> um, cr- oh, I would say technically Nickelback because they count themselves as hard rock slash metal, but I would say oh, okay. they are more pop hard rock. <laughs> I mean, nickel right. is also a metal. So. And nickel, <laughs> and nickel is yeah. A metal, that's true. That's true. What, were, what were the options again, Johnny John? Gold, titanium, or platinum? Mm. So what's the best type of album you can get? Platinum, right? If your album platinum. goes platinum? Oh, yeah, that well, we can stay in the music field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I think so. I think platinum is the best. Do they do albums go titanium? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel yeah. like they do. My album went aluminium. <laughs> um, I reckon it, it, I'm just going to base this purely on the fact that gold can scratch. You can scratch mm-hmm. gold. I feel like it might be gold. I reckon it's a soft, soft metal. Yeah, it is gold. Mm. Oh. Gold, gold is is essentially one of the softest metals. Mm. Yeah, titanium is titanium is really hard, right? Is pretty hard, and platinum is a. It's about twice as hard as gold. My wedding ring is, I think, titanium. Titanium. I think so. I remember the guy saying, like, "This is the hardest metal or whatever," and I was like, "That's oh. awesome. That's so cool." But then I've since heard that's bad to have like a ring that's incredibly hard. Yeah, Be- because yeah, if you break yeah. your finger, they can't cut it off, and that really scared the oh. shit out of me. I'm gonna take my <laughs> ring off. Even just me thinking about that makes me want to take my ring off. Yeah, good. Yeah, good plan. All right, question number four. Speaking of w- of wedding rings, name the actors who play the married couple at the center of My Big Fat Greek Wedding Three. Mm, okay, three. Is that the one yeah. that just came out? Third one. That's coming the out. one that is coming out oh. uh, later later this month. Do you Who know the them? Big... I reckon I know them. Do you? Yeah. No. The guy is John Corbett. He, the guy is John Corbett. He was also in Sex and the City, played Aiden Correct. in Sex and the City. Yeah. And the lady is Nia Vardolos. Mm-hmm. Vardolos. Very Wasn't good. Wasn't that the first one? I thought that was the first My Big Fat Yeah, Greek yeah, but yeah. it's the same, you know, oh. in, in the Big Fat Greek universe. We check in on them every 10 years and see how their Big Fat Greek wedding is holding up. Yeah, yeah. Their I think big fat Greek marriage. Still it's going great. Still big and fat and going okay. Yeah, it's still going it's great. 21 years ago that my big fat Greek wedding number crazy. 1 was crazy. The most released. successful wow. independent movie of all time, I believe. Well, oh wow. No, wait, isn't that the prequels of Star Wars? Uh, I get yeah, technically techni- technically the Star Wars movies are indies as well. Yeah, technically yeah. they are. <laughs> then Lucasfilm movies. They're just independently financed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But I think the uh, Big Fat Greek Wedding movies are a close second. And Tom Hanks, <laughs> Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are executive producers of those movies. Oh, yes. Because mm. I, I learned, I didn't realize this, that Rita Wilson is Greek. Yes, she is. And yeah. that Tom Hanks has been baptized uh, Greek Orthodox as I well. Think, yeah, I think he has a passport as well. Like, can, he can just go oh, live in Greece. Greece if he wants, yeah. Oh, that's, but, I mean, that's he's lot, Tom Hanks. He could I mean, probably just live anywhere. Live anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Where were we? The Big Fat Greek Universe started 21 years ago in 2002. A year later, they made one season of the TV series My Big Fat Greek Life. Oh, yeah. Which ran oh. for seven episodes. But without... John Corbett. So he was replaced because he was already contracted to another t- TV Sex series, Sex Lucky. Sex and the City. Hmm. No, not, not Sex and the City. Oh. No, some show called Lucky. Oh. I don't even know it. But then My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2 came out in t- 2016 and later this month the third instalment will be released. It's so funny for that actor, for that Nia Vidalos, to have had such a long, you know, career in the industry, but only doing that one movie over and over again. Every, t- every <laughs> 10 years. Yeah, just like, yeah. Oh, well, she- time to earn a bit more money. <laughs> she did make another movie called, I think, My Life in Ruins. Oh, my God. I mean, we're, we're going deep on Nia Vidalos at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most she's ever been discussed in a podcast. Uh, okay, <laughs> question number five. A leveret is the young of what animal? A leveret. A leveret. Leveret. Mm. How's your French? Do either of you speak French? No. No, I don't even think of how to say no. I do kiss that way. (laughs) 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 That's a joke from Naked Gun. Sorry, it's not even my joke. Oh, very good. No, steal away. (laughs) Because livre is the French for the adult of this animal. Is it rabbit? Oh, very, very close. <laughs> oh, wow. Close to rabbit? A hare? A hare is the right answer. Ah. Yeah. Livre is French for hare, and that's where we get leveret from. Yeah, right. What's yeah. the difference between a hare and a rabbit? Is a hare, like, stronger or bigger or something? Exactly right. Yeah. Okay, great. And My guess in, was correct. They don't live in burrows. <laughs> Oh, they don't? They don't live in burrows. No. They live in apartment oh, buildings. Tell, just, tell us. <laughs> they just plop down on the ground. What's They're your, like, I'm uh, big, who cares? <laughs> What's your, how do you have this hair knowledge? Oh, I just remember it from a lift the flap book of my child. Oh, <laughs> I was nice. like, yes, all right, okay. didn't know that. Cool. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Cammy J and Sandra Lee. <laughs> and we are up to question number six. Australian sisters Nikki and Simone founded which eponymous fashion label in 1991? Nikki and Simone. So is it is the label's not called Nikki and Simone? No, it's, it's named it's after their... their last name. Exactly right. And what was the year? 
1991. 91. Now, Cam, your wife's a fashion designer, so has, yeah. your, has any of this knowledge <clears throat> gone into your brain at all? Um, is, are you married to Nikki or Simone? That- <laughs> or both. Uh, I'm in a thruple. <laughs> it's 2023. Anything's possible now. Um, and okay. And awesome. And we support it. <laughs> um, Nikki um, and Simone. I'm trying to think of oh, any I fashion like- label now. <laughs> I can't. Uh, any Australian what, fashion label. What clothes were we wearing? Witchery. Is it? Is it Zimmerman? It is Zimmerman. Yeah. Wow. It is Nikki and Simone. Zimmerman, very well done. Ah, good on him. Good on my brain for having that somewhere inside there. Have you worn any Zimmerman, Alex? Uh, or yeah. Cameron, have you worn any Zimmerman? No, I've listened to some Robert Zimmerman, a.k.a. Bob Dylan. <laughs> Is that his real name? He's, yes. the, third, he's the third Zimmerman <laughs> The third sister. sister. Silent partner in the, in the brand. <laughs> I think I wore my year, maybe I got a year 12... Formal dresses from Zimmerman on sale. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I Fancy. think that might be the only one I've ever had. What about you, Cam? What did you did you have a year twelve formal? Sure did, yeah. I think I got a tarot cash suit. <laughs> yes. I think I did too. Probably. <laughs> probably. I mean it was like that's all you can really afford when you're in year twelve. Yeah. I'll get Tara Cash or Roger David or something. <laughs> yes, Tara Cash, uh, founded by brothers, Nikki and Simon. Um, Tara Cash. Tara Cash. All right, question number seven. In Japan, kabuki is a traditional form of what? Pornography. Um. <laughs> Surprisingly not. <Alex. laughs> no, I know the answer. We know what it is. We're in show business. Yeah. What is it then? Theatre, right? Yeah, theatre. It is theatre, mm, yeah. Mm. Do you I, know? Yes. I, I only know of it through reference. I've never seen it. I've heard people say, yeah, there's like a kabuki level quality to this show or whatever. Oh, and what does that mean to you? I what, what is In my head, I think of like really expressionistic, um, almost gar- like big performances, big costumes and colours and stuff like that. But I don't know if I'm right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, th- I think you are right. It's like a, a classical form of Japanese theatre. It's they, they It goes on a, a bit. I, think. <laughs> I mean, I do also get it confused a bit with no theatre, with no H, which is the other classical form of Japanese theatre or opera. I think they do like the slow walk, like the very mm. infinitely, like hardly moving. Oh, boy. Or they do it really <laughs> quickly and like glide across the stage, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I'm much you know, more interested in that. The fast yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see why we're like, how'd they do that? That's what really all heck? I want to be asking myself when I go she to She was theater. just over there. How the hell are you? <laughs> What's but yeah, one? it's Isn't like hundreds of, of years old, and they. There's a type yeah. of Japanese theater. What's the one where they're absolutely mad for stomping? Oh, oh yeah. no, that's uh, Buto. 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 Yeah. Uh, no, that's Suzuki. Sorry. Suzuki. Yeah, they just stomp Suzuki it all around. Suzuki was a, um, a 20th century theater practitioner who kind of yeah created this modern Japanese theater, and and yeah, Buto is an is another form of modern right. Japanese theater. They shave all their hair off. They paint themselves completely white, and it's all like extreme, like yeah, yeah. That's oh, maybe wow. that's what I was thinking. Anyway, of. that's uh, mm. well, we've 
gone a long way off off topic again. I mean, that's what we're doing, right? That's what we're But doing. yes, kabuki is a traditional Japanese form of theatre. Question number eight. Tennis player Nick Kyrgios, 28, recently said that due to all the drinking and partying, he feels like what age? Mm. And it's a multiple choice. Do you need this multiple choice? Yeah. Does he feel 18, 28, 40, <laughs> or 57? If you were going to say something for comedic effect, if you were going to say you felt older, I think mm-hmm. you'd say a more specific number than just 40. I think you'd be like, <laughs> you'd chuck a seven in there. I think I think seven is a funny number to add at the end of something. So if I was Nick Kyrgios and I was 28, I'd say, I've been drinking and partying so much that I my body feels like I'm 57 or something. So I'd probably yeah, say 57. You're 100% correct. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, did you write this for him? Maybe you maybe <laughs> yeah. you did this. <laughs> Are you Kyrgios doing Nick Kyrgios's ghost writer? One of my writing gigs that I've got over the years, <laughs> writing quips for Nick Kyrgios to say. Anytime he's yelled at an umpire, that's been one of mine. <laughs> yeah, it's poetry what you do. He's only played once this year. Uh, one I tournament he'll, this he'll year. never play again. I don't think he'll ever play. Yeah, well, that's basically what he was saying. Like, yeah. I think the the interviewer was was saying something like, "Oh, you're 28. You know, do you, what do you think in five years' time?" Will you still be playing? And he's like, I'm not going to make it till 33. No way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get it. And he he always talks in the third person as well. Like he was like, Kyrgios playing at 33. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just he won't. He doesn't like it. He's probably His life's no. too good. He probably hasn't liked tennis since he was 10 years old, and he's been forced <laughs> yeah. forced he's just to be in horribly the game. good at it. He's so good, <laughs> yeah. and so he's like, ugh. Hate this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Nick. All right, true or false? Question number nine, true or false? The four seasons, spring, summer, autumn, and winter, are primarily caused by the tilt of Earth's axis in relation to the sun. Is that true or false? That is true. Of course it's true. Yeah. Very well done. Good job, what can Alex. you tell me about the Earth's axis? <laughs> This this uh, feels like it could be a, a question on your show. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's just how space works. That's <laughs> you... how space works, dummy. <laughs> just how space works. Yeah, yeah. It's, so co- it's on an angle. So, like, when you're tilted further away from the sun, uh, you know, wherever you are on your hemisphere, it's colder. And yeah. you come around and you're a little bit toasty. Far from sun, cold. Close to sun, hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're doing your best... Uh, Alexi uh, <laughs> That does sound a bit like Alexi. <laughs> that was very Alexi. Far from sun. <laughs> dude, yeah. it's so cold when you're far from the sun, dude. <laughs> it's so chilly, dude. I put on a cardigan. <laughs> this is a very Greek episode. Yeah. I'm, I'm realising. Yeah, throughout the year, different parts of Earth receive the sun's most direct rays. So... When the North Pole tilts towards the sun, it's summer in the Northern Hemisphere. And when the South Pole tilts towards the sun, it's winter in the Northern Hemisphere and Mm. summer in the South. Yeah. But do you know this? Do you know what caused the tilt Mm. or what is hypothesized to have caused the Earth to tilt? No. All planets, by the way, tilt a little bit uh, except for um, Mercury. 
Mercury is like the- a very negligible tilt. Right. <laughs> was it when the moon was born? Well, this is the theory. Yeah. Yeah. Do you so know- when so my son. Everything I know is from things my son is interested in. So if there are dinosaur questions, I'll be good. Yeah, so the moon was started. The moon was started. (laughs) Go on. It it sounds silly, but you're completely right. Something like a meteor or something crashed into the earth and then it just Yeah, something heaps bigger actually. Probably another planet. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so so it gets called. news to me. we have called this hypothetical planet Thea or Tia. This other planet, apparently, about um, four and a half billion years ago, smashed into the Earth and like poked out a bit of the Earth on the other side, which became the Moon. Yeah, That's so dangerous. It's wacky, isn't it? <laughs> this is according to the giant impact hypothesis. It's it's incredible. <laughs> this stuff, free- I got to be honest with you, all space stuff really freaks me out. Yeah, it's just it's, too it's so much of it. I actually can't even comprehend it. My mind starts to shut down when you're like, yeah, hundreds of millions of years ago, a bigger planet crashed into our one, and then a chunk of that became the moon. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I, I can't think about this, Johnny. I can't. I've got so <laughs> much. Let me live my life. I can't think about it. There's other stuff yeah. going on. I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's scary. All right, let's, let's move on then to the final question. Question number 10. The Great Depression began in what year of the 1920s? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, a lot of things happened, of course. But it, was it 22 or 23? Uh, wasn't the Great Depression mostly in the 30s? Because wasn't the 20s mostly roaring? Oh, the so 20s were like roaring. Roar. You're right. They yeah. roared so So I feel so like it's got to be towards towards the end, right? Yeah. I want to say like 28. Yeah, even later. Whoa. Or, 29. Which is why I would say 29. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the stock market crash of 1929 mm. uh, shattered confidence in the American economy resulting in sharp reductions in spending and investment. Golden and age yeah. of just like getting around with like your bunch of a bunch of stuff in a sack tied to a stick though. Oh, like a really good, good time good for, for, that. Yeah. for bindles. <laughs> bindles were big in bindles the Bindles were 30s. huge in the 30s. Yeah. To just travel yeah. from town to town and like get work on a farm for a couple of days and then mm. hop back on the train. Actually mm. sounds kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> so space bad. Great Depression night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. Also a boom time for soup. Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Big, big decade for soup. Bunch of leaks in some hot water. Yeah. Just yeah. walking around. Yeah. Getting the scraps right. and making them hot and wet. <laughs> That's soup. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Well done, you two, uh, for getting us round to soup somehow from uh, the Great Depression. I love it. Soup and bindles. Sure. Uh, yeah, thank Very you. well done. I really don't feel like we convinced anyone that we are the right people to answer their questions, but I think no. it goes to show that we certainly know how to find the right people to ask. Yeah. We find, we're not the experts, but we'll find them. No, and we we researched pretty hardcore. Like we didn't do any research for this 
quiz just now. <laughs> really? We didn't, like, we didn't stop down after every question and spend a month researching before <laughs> getting our kidding. answer wrong. <laughs> Give us the benefit of the doubt. Come on. Maybe in season two, you should look to of what the FAQ you should look to do. Maybe a live episode. I'm just throwing it out there. But, you know, <laughs> can we have some live researchers side of stage feeding answers into earpieces for us? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Cameron, so much for coming and doing the quiz again. It's been an absolute pleasure having you back on the show. Thank you. Best of luck with what the FAQ, which is on ABC on at 9 o'clock. 9 p.m. Wednesdays. But it's mm-hmm. on Ivy. Just watch it on Ivy. Who are watch you kidding? It yeah, watch you it can... whenever you want. Watch it on the toilet. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a great toilet watch, I think. It is a really good toilet watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you're on the toilet for a full half hour, there's other issues <laughs> in your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having us. See you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.